Hallelujah. Turn my mic on. Hallelujah. 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 Power. Power. Too much power. <laughs> Hallelujah. Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, Kurt. Get me together there. It's <clears throat> a lot of power there, man. Hallelujah. Earthquake power. That went too high now. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you and we praise you this morning as we come before the throne of God to uh, give you praise and glory and honor. And we thank you, Lord, for today's word. Let your words be in my mouth. Speak through me. Let the anointing be upon the words that I speak this morning. I, as those that hear this uh, and are watching and uh, are in need, my pastors around the world, my friends, pastors over overseas, as you hear this word this morning, that your faith will grow and be strengthened, and that signs and wonders will be done by the mighty outstretched hands of Jesus Christ, that you will know the power of his resurrection, and that your people that are watching, even as you share the video with your people, that healing and miracles will be their portion this morning, that they will just grow and increase in the things of God uh, and become glory carriers and healers. Hallelujah of the word of God, to be healers of people, that they would take the water of the spirit to the dry desert places in the earth, and that this is to be the beginning of signs and wonders that God has promised uh, to bring to the earth like we've never seen before, even greater than the ten plagues and, 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 and signs and wonders, even greater than what Peter Shadow did, even greater than what Paul did with handkerchiefs. <clears throat> we release this word of healing into the earth uh, because it desperately needs this word right now. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Uh, I've been talking about the prophetic for a while, but the Lord said, okay, let's go to the miracles now. So I'm, we're going to talk about miracles because everybody in here need one. Amen. So you might just don't <laughs> sell it in your heart. You need a miracle. Amen. Everybody need it. Dave, you need a miracle? Dave, you need a miracle? You need it? I need one. We need I need one. Lord, you see all these hands up there? Come on, angels, you see our hands up this morning? We're telling you that we need you to go to heaven and bring our miracles back in Jesus' name. Amen. So I taught you this walking miracle in Matthew chapter 4, verse 23 and 24. It says that he went about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues and preaching the good news, the gospel of the kingdom. And healing every, every disease, every weakness among the people. And it, some, everything is just not a sickness. Some things are just a weakness. Yeah. Some things you, you, uh, are, 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 are not demonic, but there are some things that, that just need to be healed of a weakness, of a sickness, of an infirmity. We'll get into the roots of it. He says, so the report of him spread throughout all Syria... And they brought him all who were sick, those afflicted with various diseases and torments. Diseases and torments. So the devil's in the torments and in the diseases and those under the power of demons and epileptics and paralyzed people. And he healed them. He healed them all. He healed everybody that they brought to him. He healed them all. He, he, there, was a, there was a designation of what it is. Now, a disease is a malady or moral disability. 
Say that again. I'm a lady or a moral disability. Some people are sick because they're morally sick. Their morals are corrupted. Their morals are, are, are a mess. America's morals have been a mess. And that's why they want to pass these laws, equity laws and all that, because they're sick. That's a disability. They're mentally disabled as a disease. It's an infirmity. It's a sickness. And they said those that were torments. Now, torments means through the notion of going to the bottom. When the devil is tormented, it's like there is no more hope. I mean, you're at the bottom of the... That's it. I'm going down. I got three fingers up, Lord. I'm going down for the fourth time, the last time. I'm, I'm about to drown in this torment. And the enemy comes to torment. It's called the touchstone. Well, you know the touchstone is, is when you go all the way down and you touch the bottom, you hit that stone, and you push your way back up, trying, trying to get back up. So God said he healed all of these things. Jesus healed and set them free. And he gave that same power to us. Now, he said he healed those that were possessed of devils. Possession means dadanizomai. That's the Greek word, Hebrew word, dadanizomai. means to have a devil. Or the devil has you. To be vexed. You ever been around somebody just vex you? Oh Paul, just vex you all the time. They don't shut their mouth. It's just, they come in the room. Just, that's how Paul was. Paul was talking and a lady was running behind him. said, these men show us the way to Jesus' salvation. And I'm with them. And Paul said, you devil, get from behind. He was vexed every day. She would vex them. There's something about that person that just drains you. Yes. Come around you and just drain you. It's, it's from the, the, the root word diama or diolo. It means to distribute fortunes. Hear this. To distribute fortunes. When you get into moral sin and you get into moral uh, sickness and your, your morals are bad, your body becomes sick and your morals, you, you lose your morals and you lose your fortune. You get your morals, well, you start smoking dope, drinking whiskey, buying everybody in the bar a drink, and your fortunes disappear. And you go home half drunk. And you wake up the next morning, you say, I know I had $150. Where'd my money go? And you forgot you bought everybody in the bar a drink because you want to be the popular one. There you go. Uh, amen? I got a T-shirt on that one. And I, I, After a while, I got smart. I said, I ain't taking all my money to the bar. I'm going to leave some in my dresser. <laughs> At least leave me some gas money and lunch money. So... It's a demon or a supernatural spirit. Demons are still the blessings. They steal your blessings and they steal your peace. They steal your finances through addiction, through gambling, through drugs, through alcohol, through pill popping, through uh, 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 taking all these pills, taking antidepressants, and, and, and they give you a pain pill because you pull the muscle. Next thing you know, you, 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 you're hooked on those pain pills. You got to take a pill for the pill, that pill, to that pill, and you just spend all your money at the pharmacy, uh, uh, and the enemy is, is laughing because he's got you addicted to these pills. He's got you addicted uh, to it. I was listening to a, a testimony uh, 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 T.B. Joshua, I think he was talking about uh, uh, that this lady, the guy was taking these pills, taking a lot of pills. He said, all those pills that you're taking, there's demons in each one. Of them. Every time you take a pill, there's a demon in that pill to keep you in bondage in there. And he said, you need to start saying, in Jesus' name, I take this medicine. And it's only temporary. Amen? I ain't taking no pills. 
I think, uh, have I had an aspirin? I ain't had an aspirin in years. It's got to be at least 30 years. If you can't get rid of a headache demon, you're in trouble. Get rid of a headache demon, all you got to do is start praying in tongues about a half hour. Your eyes start watering. Your nose start running. Those are little demons leaving out of you. You thought you had a cold. No, you had those spirits leaving out of you. He healed them all. The healing means to relieve of disease. Relieve of disease to cure. And sometimes a cure takes a while. You just don't just cure people. You know, you have to, the, the word cure is therapeuto, means therapy. Sometimes you got to work with the person to get them. You know, they got a fever. You got to go mop their brow and put rubber alcohol on them and, and, and uh, uh, turn them over and, and, and rub their back and all the kind of stuff. They say even with this coronavirus, they say they got the nurses come in and rub you on your back, lay on your stomach, and they rub your lungs back in and, and trying to keep the air and the fluid out of your lungs and stuff. And so it's working to, uh, uh, to cure, to relieve. It also means to worship. Healing means to worship. The woman came to Jesus and said, my daughter's grievously vexed with a demon. And the Bible said, Jesus didn't answer. And he said, I didn't come for the, but, but for the lost sheep of Israel. He said, I didn't come for you. But the Bible says, she said, yeah, Lord, even the dogs get the crumbs off the master's table. And then the next word says, she fell down and she worshiped. And when she began to worship, God said, go, your daughter is healed. She said, I know you didn't die for me. You ain't come, you ain't come for me because you had not been on the cross yet. I know you're coming for the Jews, but I'm a Gentile and I need a miracle. I need you to do something now. I, 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 if I got to go into worship, I'm going to go into worship and I'm going to the throne of God. I ain't authorized to go in there, but God said I receive worship from anybody that will worship me. He said God uh, inhabits the praises of his people. So even though you worship God, you might even not be saved. But if you worship God, he'll come down and heal you. Because he ain't going to give the devil no glory. It's also to be a menial attendant. Healing is a menial attendant. So you give yourself to healing. One of the uh, uh, healing goes along with the deliverance ministry. It's, one, it's, one, it's a ministry that is attacked very, very strongly by demons. Devil hates healers. He hates those that flow in healing. Uh, he doesn't like these things because we do the work of Jesus. Now there's a difference between healing and a miracle. So you need to understand it. Some of you need a healing. Some of us need a miracle. Amen. Some of us need a miracle. And uh, I, I'm going to challenge you this morning to begin to ask God for your miracle. You got a bad disc in your back? There's parts warehouse in heaven. You got to say, Lord, loose, loose that disc. I need it now. Send an angel with my disc. Send an angel with my hip. Are you listening to me, Denise? Denise, I believe God is going to supernaturally heal you. You're not going to have that operation. Even though they put it off three months, God's going to give you a new hip. I'm believing God and the new hip's going to come into place. Because we ask God to send it from the, the warehouse of heaven and bring it out. Not for, our own, not for our own praise, but for your glory, Lord. Do it in Jesus' name. Healing is a restoration of diseased tissue. You're, you're, you're cushioning the disc in your back is disease, or you, you got arthritis in your knuckles is disease, or, or there's something going on, is the, the tissue, uh, the tissue is, uh, is being bruised or hurt, whatever, that's a healing, God will give you that healing, ask for it, ask for it. Yeah. amen, amen, remember I had a bunion on my foot, and I said, Lord, I need a healing, Lord, heal that bunion, amen, he's concerned about little, little, little uh, uh, hangnail, 
you're asking. You got cavity? Lord, fix my mouth. Come on, send that Dennis angel down. You, when you go to heaven, you don't just go around floating on a cloud. You go and perfect the talents and the giftings and the things that you always wanted to do, you can do in heaven. First place I'm going to visit in heaven, I'm going to go back to the music, music room. They got pianos everywhere, and, and it only takes you about a day or two to learn the piano. I'm, I'm going to be flowing, boy. Singing prophetic songs and flowing. Amen. Playing on the piano. A miracle is a creative action of the spirit in a man's life. The creative action of the spirit. The Bible says that he sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. The man came and said, "Go, my servant is sick and I love my servant. And Jesus said, go your way. Your servant is healed. He sent the word. Ezekiel 34, 40, 34 and 4 says, the diseased, here church, the diseased and weak you have not strengthened, the sick you have not healed, the hurt you have not, and crippled you have not bandaged, those going astray you have not brought back, the lost you have not sought to find, but with force and hard-hearted harshness you have ruled them. The church needs to repent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They need to repent. Yeah. I went to that meeting yesterday. I, 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 I laid, laid your little little tendon on the door. Say, you want to, you want, well, you want a mask? I said, nope. But all the pastors had on masks inside, so, and they came back five minutes later and gave me a mask. I said, I'll put it on, but I didn't put it over my nose. <laughs> and I told him, I said, y'all ain't got faith to heal your congregation. And I told him, I said, when God sent the plague, when God sent the plague through Israel, Aaron and Moses didn't go run and hide in the tent. Aaron went and got a censor and went in the midst of the plague to stop the plague. If you're a man of God, you got to go in the midst of this stuff and stop it, amen? Because we know it wasn't a pandemic, it was a scandemic. It wasn't nothing but the flu. And people bought the lie. And I told him, I said, listen, you got to teach your people the doctrines of the Bible that they're not be tossed about by every wind of doctrine, every lie that comes out of, out of, out of the mainstream news and out of, out of the White House. You can't believe that stuff. You got to begin to teach people to discern because the Bible says in the last days, men will deceive you. Now you got people full of fear, clamoring, anxious, calling, typing, I want the shot. Come on. God still heals. You need a shot from Jesus. You don't need a shot from a from no doctor on something that they created. It's not something even God didn't even create the disease. And man created it to attack the elderly. And it, it don't even mess with the kids. It don't mess with the young ones. It mess with you old folks. Yeah, I say you old folks. I ain't. Not me. As I said, I'm not asking God for no more time because I'm timeless. Start saying you timeless. I ain't going nowhere. The devil beat me for years. I'm going to stay here and torment him and heal people and deliver people and keep going. And I'm going to do it like Caleb with strength and force. And, and my force will not be abated. Amen. When I leave, I'm going to leave like Enoch. I was and I ain't no more. Amen. Just, just going out of here. Amen. I ain't gathering no one around my bed, amen. Cause I'm gonna tell you, I see y'all next. I see you when I see you. I'm gonna be gone today. I'm le- the Lord's coming for me at one o'clock. So y'all just go on and do about your business. 
<laughs> yeah, I think I'm crazy, but I, I know what I'm talking about. Hallelujah. You had not because you asked not. Amen. Come on now. Lord, send a chariot for me. And the Bible, and, and in fact, they say a lot of people that 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 uh, uh, that when they die, Jesus will show up with his chariot to bring you into the throne room of God. Come on now, mm-hmm. you get your chariot ride, mm-hmm. and it's it, it's pimped out too. <laughs> you are anointed. We are anointed to heal. Acts chapter ten verse thirty eight says. How God anointed and consecrated Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with strength and ability and power. How he went about doing good in particular, curing all who were harassed, oppressed by the power of the devil and God was with him. Now, there are some prescriptions for healing that we need to take. Exodus 15, 24 to 26. The Bible says the people murmured against Moses and, 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 and saying, well, what we going to drink? We ain't got nothing to drink. You done brought us out here and we ain't got no water. And he cried unto the Lord and the Lord showed him a, a tree which was cast in, he cast in the waters and the waters were made sweet. That was a miracle. And there they made him a statute to the ordinance and there he proved them. God will put, let stuff happen to you to prove you. Do you believe him for your healing? Yeah, I might get a little cold. I might get a little flu, but it ain't staying. Amen. It ain't gonna. You ain't gonna vacation in my house. Right. I tell the flu. I say, listen, uh, I got service tomorrow, so you better do what you got to do now, cause I'm getting up in the morning and going to church. Amen. And I get up and go to church, cause that thing lifts. It lifts all. I said, Lord, I got to preach tomorrow. I'm gonna preach to people talking about healing, and I ain't even healed. Now, is your word true? Or it ain't true. It's true. Okay, then then we'll do what you're supposed to do. Lift this thing off of me. Amen? I talk to God like that because we're friends. If you, if, you, if you ain't no friend of me, you won't talk to him like that. I talk to my friend. I say, you said you're my friend. Hallelujah. We got this connection now. If you're my friend, do me a favor. Deal with this little uh, fever spirit here. Hallelujah. My back is hurting and stuff. Uh, you know, you said I was supposed to suffer with you, but I ain't suffering that long. Now, this don't make no sense. So God healed them at the bitter waters of Myra. What did he heal? Them of murmuring and complaining of bitterness because they, uh, of rebellion and, and stubbornness. He didn't, they, they weren't sick physically. They just didn't want some water. But God did a miracle for them at the bitter waters of Myra to prove them. See, to see what you're going to say. Well, the doctor says uh, uh, your hair going to fall out. The devil is a liar. Well, the doctor says uh, you're going you're to have a lot of pain. Because you got to get a root canal. And you know when you get a root canal, you're going to have a lot of pain. And you're going to be suffering and all that. No. No. I had to. I, had to, I wasn't taking care of my teeth. And I had that periodontal disease years, years, years ago. And uh, I prayed. I said, Lord, you know I don't like needles. You know I had that, that experience when I was uh, 11 years old at the dentist. This old big old fat dentist had that big old needle. And he was going to pull my tooth, and he shot me all up with that needle. And he was in there for about a half hour. He said, I can't get all the teeth out, tooth out, because it broke off. And then he was digging oh, it, God. and I can hear it. You can hear that in your stall, yeah. you know. Yeah. <laughs> and so that was a bad experience for me as a kid. 
And so when I, they say they're going to do, well, we got to do six weeks of treatment. We're going to do one side on the court on this side. Next week, do the next quarter. And next week, we do the next quarter. Oh, my God. I, 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 and she was doing it. And she said, you see, you okay? I said, yeah, I don't feel nothing. Because I had prayed. Lord, didn't let me feel one piece of pain, nothing. No, not anything, nothing. She said, you're the best patient I've ever had. I said, I'm praying in tongues too, lady. Why are you doing it? <laughs> the prescriptions, God gives us prescriptions for healing. Healing from fear. Yes. Fear of sickness and disease. People need to be, uh, she said, her son is, is afraid of COVID. I'm afraid to get COVID. I don't want to take that shot. I'm gonna God did not give you the spirit of fear. The, the, Jesus went to the impotent man and, and the impotent man said, Lord, I have no man. They begin to make excuses. I don't have anybody to throw me in the water. They throw the water troubles, and everybody else get thrown in the water, but I ain't got nobody to help me throw me in the water. And Jesus was trying to say, don't you want to be, you want to be healed? And he, he trying to explain to him why he wasn't healed. Jesus said, do you want to be healed? Yeah. Believe, and I'll heal you. Amen. It's yours. It's part of your salvation. Terror, sickness. He healed them from all diseases and torments and terror. Terror. Terror is fear of being healed. Fear, fear of not being healed. Fear of sickness. That terror means, terror means to break down. The emotions break down. I'm, I don't, I'm afraid of COVID. Uh, that fear just covers She was talking about uh, it's hard to get rid of that fear. Or confusion. It means to abolish your faith. To a fright, to make afraid, because everybody's been, oh, you're going to die, you're going to die, they yeah. die. The thousands have died, and this one died. 15,000 have died, and they're over there killing them folks. Amaze. Mm-hmm. Beat down. When you're in terror, you feel like you're beat down, just being beat down. Cause to dismay, go down, scare. Sometimes you don't even know you're sick. As Pat tells she was in the hospital, and she didn't even know she was in the hospital. They thought she was dead. The family thought they went to the house and took all her stuff. Said this woman gone. <laughs> they didn't know that Jesus said she only sleepeth. <laughs> she was only sleeping. Folks, gonna take all your stuff. Don't even let you die in peace. Just gonna come home and ain't got no bed, ain't got no furniture. Everything took all your stuff. Some kind of family y'all got. Praise God. Pain. You got to tell pain and sickness you got the wrong address. Occupant unknown. They no longer live here. Amen. You better find another address. Amen. Go next door. Go some down the street. In fact, don't even come in my neighborhood. Romans 8, 15. He said, for the spirit which you have received is not a spirit of fear, of slavery, uh, uh, to put you once more into bondage to fear. So that automatically tell you when they said the COVID is here and the fear hit the the earth that it wasn't from God. Because God ain't going to put no fear on anybody. He didn't give it to us. He said, but the the spirit of adoption, the spirit producing sonship, a bliss, the bliss of which we cry, Abba, Father. The spirit itself thus testifies with our own spirit, assuring us that we are children of God. So you got to receive the cure. Matthew 8, 17 says that it might be fulfilled, which is spoken by Elias, the prophet, saying, he himself took our infirmities and bare our sicknesses. Infirmities, not necessarily a disease. Infirmities could be a weakness. You know, I got a weakness here, a, a mental problem, I forget stuff or, or something else. 
uh, that is not physical, but it can be an infirmity. Isaiah said, but he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities, and the chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. Now, I, I've shared this before. Let me, let me just go one more slide here, and then I'm going to share this testimony because the Lord keeps pressing me to share it. Hallelujah. There are hindrances to healing or your miracle that you're looking for. Unconfessed sin is one. If you don't have to confess your sin, he who covers the sin shall not prosper. If I regard iniquity in my heart, God will not hear me. If I regard anything in my heart, iniquity, yeah, I'm going to church. I don't want to go to church, but you're making me go to church. That's iniquity. You don't want to serve God on your own, then you got something in your heart. Uh, yeah, I forgive him, but I ain't going to forget. If I regard iniquity in my heart, God will not hear me. Fear of certain illness opens the door for infirmity and cancer spirits to come in. Fear. Well, your grandmother had this and your mama had this and it's in your family bloodline and you're going to get it too. And look at all the men in your family died before they were 40. You're going to get it too. The fear, the enemy eats off. The devil, if he sees any fear in us, he will attack. When you cast out of the devil, you can't show the devil no fear. If the devil gets one little glimpse that you got a little fear, oh, I'm, I'm afraid. I mean, we were first, the first trip we went to, uh, went to India, and we were up on the upper roof, on, on the roof there, and uh, we were praying, and this, this little lady uh, manifested, demon manifest. She had a hunchback, and she was screaming and hollering, and the past, Indian pastors, they were going over, and they were putting the Bible on. Come on, Jesus. I said, Get the Bible out of the way. Where your faith at? You don't need the Bible. Well, he said, put the word on him. And now I don't put the word. Speak the word to him. <laughs> I got the video of it. I, I said, I'm going to put it up on Facebook. I got the video. She was screaming and hollering. They got the Bible. They're holding it to their chest and everything. I said, no, y'all ain't been. I said, let me teach you some deliverance. <laughs> how to deal with the devil. Now you go over there, they don't mess around. We showed them how to do it. And then once they got a hold of that, them pastors be gone. They be after that. I said, I ain't got to do nothing. I just sit back and watch y'all cast the devils out. They go right after them devils. Unbelief and doubt in the word of God. Unbelief or, and doubt of the word of God. God said he sent his word and heal you. He'll heal you. Uh, he might, I, don't, I ain't been healed yet. No, just keep confessing the word. Abuse of the body. You keep abusing your body, then God can keep healing you, keep abusing it. <clears throat> keep going to Taco Bell, you're going to keep getting upset stomach. <laughs> going to Burger King and McDonald's, McDonald's and the, uh, stuff taste like cardboard. They don't even taste like meat anymore. They just, what did they got? The Impossible Burger. I ain't even tasted that thing. I ain't eating no Possible Burger. I ain't eating that stuff that they're coming up with. <laughs> Heredity and diseases that, that are accepted. And like I said, well, everybody in the family got diabetes, and, and you got diabetes, and the doctor trying to give you diabetes. That's the first thing they try to do when you go to the doctor. Oh, you got stage one, and you got stage two, and, and you got stage three, and we want you to take this shot. No, I ain't, uh-uh, no. Thank you for trying to tell me, but I'll, get, I'll eat right. I'll eat right. Desire, uh, some people desire to be sick to get attention. They don't want to be healed. They, they just, just don't want to be healed. They want their attention. And walking in the flesh is another way. You don't want to get your hindrance to healing. You start walking in the flesh. 
let me share this to the, your pastors and, and those. I've shared it before, the, the visitation of the Lord that I had. Uh, what has it been now? Five years? Four years? Three years? Four years? And, and I shared it with the pastors yesterday, and I want to share it. And the Lord said, share it again. He said, tell my pastors this. Tell it over and over. You've heard it. I'm a, you guys heard it. Just, just go on, but I'm going to tell it anyway. Amen. Uh, the Lord, uh, I had a dream. In the dream, uh, I entered into a sanctuary of a church, and I sat in the back. And as I was sitting in the back, there was prayer going on on the altar. They were praying for people that were sick, uh, the, minister, the people up there were ministering to them, and I was just watching from the back. You know, it was about maybe a 50, 60 feet to the altar up that way. And then one of the ushers, lady, a lady came up to me and uh, said, uh, don't you want to go up and get some prayer? And I said, no, 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 no. I don't need no prayer. You know, uh, I'm a healer and a deliverer, and I, I enjoy seeing the saints getting free. Let them get free. Let them... Uh, get their prayer, you know, and, and then she, about three or four minutes later, she came back again. Said, you sure you don't want no prayer? The line's getting smaller now. You can, you know, you can go for prayer. I said, no, I don't need no prayer. Go on, let them, let them do that. She walked away again, and then she came back and looked at me again. Said, you sure you don't want no prayer? And then I remembered, I, I, I taught my saints, and I always taught them, I said, you should always receive prayer. If you don't want prayer, you got pride. You know, if you don't think you, if you're a deliverance man and you, you don't think you need any prayer, you need to, you need to, you, need to, you got some pride there. I said, well, let me get up so I don't be showing no pride. Let me get up and go to the altar and get me some prayer. Amen. Amen. So I walked up to the altar and uh, as I got up, when I got up there, there was about the last two people there and there was a line going out to my right. There was a doorway and, and the, they had changed from praying on the altar to people were going up through this door. And when I got to the doorway, they were going up a flight of stairs. And so I just stood there and waited my turn and going up the line, and they were moving and moving and moving. Then I got into, when I got up to the top of the stairs, uh, I, I got to the doorway, and I looked in, and it was a room. And it was about maybe 50 feet back, and there was a, a, a line of people, about eight people in front of me in the line. And uh, there was a guy on the pillows back there in the back, <clears throat> had on a robe over his head, and uh, people would step up in front of him, and uh, he, they would say something, and he would say something, and they would go out shouting and praising God and healed, and they were just rejoicing, and, 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 and uh, the line would move, and the next person would go up, and he would say something or, or tell them something about their life or whatever, and they would get delivered and get healed, and they'd go off to the left, and, and, and then about, oh, it had to be maybe four people in front of me. I'm standing there like this, just standing there praying, you know, yeah, praying. And then he, the, the person looked up. He said, who are you? And I'm standing at home. And he looked again. He said, who are you? And then I knew he was looking at me. I guess he, he saw the glory that was on me, the, the apostles anointing on me. He said, he said, I know you're one of my servants. And so I stepped to the side. I, I stepped over to the side and uh, well, I was facing him. And he got up and he started walking toward me. And he said, oh, Albert, you're the one that's going to the one turning the world upside down, the nation's upside down. You know, he was prophesying. He, I ain't turned nothing upside down. <laughs> he was speaking a word. You know, and, and uh, he was walking up to me, and uh, that's when we were, just when we were leaving, after we left from across the street over there, we had the 30 acres, and we had the building across the street and everything, and the Lord said, let it go. And uh, you know, you, I, I share when you pastors that... Uh, 
you go through things and God tells you to do things and you do it and you obey it and it still don't work out the way you thought it was supposed to work out and uh, people betray you and people lied to you and, and put all their mouth on you and they talked about the ministry for years and all the struggles of trying to keep the doors open and trying to, to pay the mortgage and the bond company paying you thousands of dollars behind in your rent payments and and all this pressure and all this stuff, you know, you say, well, one of these days, I'm a, when I get to see Jesus, I'm going to ask you, why you tell me to do that? Why you tell me to build this church and to give me enough people that had no money? They ain't had no money. All of them broke. They ain't been working at Burger King, Popeye's. All that, that's all the salary they had. But we did the best we could. And you told me to build this building and, and put this thing together. And, and the people rejected it. They rejected the very thing that God told me to do. God said, I, I, God told me to build a building. And said, you will have a place for your children and your grandchildren. They can come and get delivered. They can come and get healed. And once we built it, they never... They rejected it. They literally rejected it. We had a little park area. You can come out at the bench and everything. You can bring your family out and picnic and stuff. I said, bring your family out. Nobody used the facilities. Nobody wanted They just rejected it. So God said, shut it down. So I'm going through all this. And so I, you, you have this stuff that you're going to ask God, why do I have to go through all this suffering? Why do I have to go through all this pain? Why do I have to go through, you know, uh, this stuff that you told me? that I did what you told me to do. And it's still, you know, and he came up to me. And when he came up to me, his robe opened up. He had on a sort of a, uh, it wasn't a white robe. It was a sort of a tan robe. It was sort of tan color. And when he came up to hug me, his robe opened and he had on a worksman's shirt. He had on like an a, a electrician or a carpenter shirt. It was a plaid shirt like that. And I looked in his eyes and I looked at his face and his face had stubble on it. And he had dark, it was weary eyes, he was tired, you know, like you've been working 24 hours, you're working 26 hours, you're working, like you was, he was working a long time, you know, he was really tired looking. But when he hugged me, he hugged me, and everything, everything about ministry, everything in my life, everything that I was concerned about, ministry, left. Amen. Everything. No pain, no, no, no nothing. It was just like, he erased it all. Clean the slate. I, no burden. I don't care if you hurt me. I don't care if you rejected me. I don't care if you betrayed me. He took it all. He just took everything. I didn't even have to ask him. He just, everything. Everything. Nothing. Completely free. No sickness. No disease. No, no. And, 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 and when, one touch from the master. That's all you need. Just one touch from Jesus. He said, I'll wipe your tears away. I'll wipe it. all the stuff, the, the pain. Every, when he said, I'll wipe your tears, he said, I'm going to take away every negative thing that happened to you in earth. You're not going to remember it. You're going to forget about it. Amen. And so he said, I want to talk to you. He said, come here. I want to talk to you. He said, we walked back to the pillows back there. There was a person standing there. He said, excuse me. Uh, I, I need to talk to my son here real quick. And uh, I sat down. So I was, oh, I'm, me and Jesus, we're going to talk. Hey, man, we're going to have a conversation. And I'm going to ask him some stuff. And, and, and I sat down. And he turned to me and said, frivolous, frivolous, frivolous. And it just shocked me. It's just like, what? He said, frivolous. He said, all, all my people, all my children do is ask me for things. There's frivolous things they ask me for. But I said, Lord, you, but you said to, uh, you, you, they pray for, he said they pray for all kind of frivolous things and silly things. He said, I need them to grow up. Yeah. And I said, Lord, you, you, you said that we're supposed to seek to ask and not. And I love praying. I love, you know, seeking. He said, but you, but you don't ask to consume it upon your flesh. With things you ask for, you don't ask for, to, for your lust. He said, he said, tell my, when he, when he said, I need my church to mature, he sort of looked to his, waved to his right, and it opened, a screen opened up, and he showed me a, a lady on the operating table. The doctors were trying to save her life. 
And then he showed me a, a lady in, in the villages of Africa that was starving to death. And, 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 and people that had diseases. And said, He said, I need to be dealing with them. But I got my church calling me for cars, calling me for clothes, Come on. Come on. calling me for a big screen TV. Calling me for something, and they said, I'm dealing with life and death situations, and, and my, I need my people to grow up and know that I got them. And he said, Tell my pastors, tell my ministers, I will never ever leave you without support in the earth. He said, Tell my pastor. Every time I see a pastor, I tell him, God said, He'll never ever leave you without support in the earth. And then he said, You can go. I said, well, I can go. <laughs> I had no conversation. But he told me, go out this way. Everybody else was going out to the left. He said, you go this way. So I went out to the left, and there was a doorway there, and, I, and there was an elevator. And so I got on the elevator, and shiny silver walls, like you get on the elevator, shiny silver wall. And I looked at my face in the elevator. And I... There was an eye there. He said, you didn't ask me for it, but I'm giving you the, the eye to see and wisdom to see and to know and discern. So you didn't ask me for it. And the eye moved from the center of my forehead, then it moved over to this side. Because he knew, I, he knew I knew about the third eye. So I said, put that third eye out. I don't want no third eye. <laughs> I know about that demonic eye. I don't want that demonic eye, Lord. I want, I want, I want the eye of God. But God has angels, seeing angels, that all they have is one big eye. And they, they, they're watchers. They see and they watch and see in the earth realm. They're the watchers. And they have, they have feathers and they have wings, and their wings are full of eyes. Wow. Their wings are full of eyes, and they fly throughout the earth watching and viewing, and, and they see everything that's going on on earth. So don't worry about what's happening in Washington, D.C. He sees everything Nancy is doing. He's seeing everything Schumer's doing. He's been in every, dark, every back meeting, every dark room meeting. Every, he knows it all. Angels know everything. Though, and that's why he's cleaning it up. But God wanted me to share that, that one touch from the master, you can be healed. So don't think that uh, 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 <clears throat> he won't heal you. Maybe you did something and maybe you didn't do something. Maybe you failed and hurt your back. Maybe there's a pain there. Got to heal it. You don't have to walk with, oh, I guess I got to suffer with this sciatic nerve. No, no, no. I guess I got to suffer with this bad too. No, no. I got a toenail. No, no. You can't stay here. Pain has no place in this body. He did not design this body for pain. He designed his body for his life. His life is flowing. If the Holy Ghost is in you, there is no pain in the Holy Ghost. You need to lose the Holy Ghost in your own body and command your own body to be healed. Take that oil and slap it on your own big head. Hallelujah. Anoint your own hand. Anoint your own leg. Anoint your thigh. I gave you the fire, oil of fire. You need to take a bath in that bad boy. Lay it on you. Slap it on you. Rub it on you. Amen. Say, Lord, I'm taking this oil and you're going to do it. Don't waste the presence of God. When the presence of God comes in, you say, Lord, I'm, I expect my healing. Well, I'm waiting on Apostle to get up and preach. you waiting too late. Amen. You should have you been asking on your healing while we were in corporate prayer this morning. You should have got what you needed to get this morning. Amen. When two or three are gathered in his name, there he is in the midst of it. Amen. He is here in the midst of it. And so we wait. We get this religious thing. Well, we got to wait to three fast, three slow, take up the offering. Away we go. A pastor's going to preach a word. Then he's going to lay hands on No. It's time for you to get your miracle 
now. It's time for you to get your breakthrough. Now, don't come in the door seeking me. Come in the door seeking your miracle that God is in the place. And when the presence of the Lord is in the place, he will heal you. The Bible says Jesus was in there and it said the presence of the Lord was there to heal him, but they didn't believe. And he healed no one in the place because they didn't believe that the, uh, in his presence. Matthew 9, 21 says, for she said in herself, but I, I may touch the hem of his God. I just need a touch. I, I just, just the hem. I don't need you to lay hands on me. My faith has got a little bit stronger now, Lord. I know you're going to do it for me. You did it last year. You did it a year before last. I remember when you healed me last time. Amen. And if you healed me last time, I mean, you got to do it again because you're the same today and forever and you don't change. Amen. Healing is the children's bread. Deliverance is the children's bread. And I'm going to get my deliverance. Amen. Amen. Jesus turned about him and said, what did he say? He said, who touched me? Somebody, you can touch God in the spirit. You don't have to touch him in the physical. Touch him. Open up your mouth and begin to praise and touch God. You know, like your children be crying. Man, you run in the room. What you crying for? Well, when we start praising, Jesus runs in the room. What you praising for? <laughs> what you pra- I'm praising you, Lord, for my healing. Amen. I'm praising you, Lord, for my financial breakthrough. I praise you, Lord, that I need some money. Amen. You know I need this money. I need it this week. The man said he's going to put me out. I need you to come on through right about now. I know you don't go by time and stuff, but the man said he's going to put me out on Friday, but you can change his mind, and he'll tell me next Friday, a week, a month ago, you go change that man's mind. So don't waste the presence of God when you get in his presence. Deal with the presence of God. If you need a miracle, don't waste the presence of God. Just get two or three in your presence, amen, and and say, Lord, here we is. Heal me. I got psoriasis. He he told Naaman to go dip seven times in in the uh, River Jordan, amen. Lay hands on and say, psoriasis got to go. He got a brand new skin. Say, Lord, you you got skin in your warehouse in heaven. I need a new skin, amen. I need a baby skin. Send an angel down there and do a skin transplant. They can do it in the natural. Why can't you do it in the spirit? Give me some brand new baby skin, amen. Take this psoriasis. Take this acne. Take uh, these pits in my face out. I prayed for a lady in Joliet. She had a pitted face. You ever see people that have real pitted faith. Literally, when I prayed for her, my hands were on her and her face changed to a smooth skin. Right in front of me. Right in front of me. A creative miracle. You got to believe God for a creative miracle. John 9 verse 5 says, as long as I'm in the world, I am the light of the world. Now, didn't he tell us to be lights in the world? So that means that light is in us, right? He said, when he had spoken thus, he spat on the ground and made clay out of, of spittle. And he anointed the eyes with the blind man with the clay and said to him, go wash in the pool of Siloam, which is by interpretation sent. And he went therefore and washed and came seeing. He did a creative miracle. Something that man never saw before. And God took the, the, the very creation, the dust, the dirt. And, and he said, the light, I am the light. And he spit on that clay and put it on his eyes and said, you can see again. I've seen blind eyes open. I've seen deaf, I've had deaf ears open. Just poop. I didn't do nothing supernatural. I, 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 just the anointing. I stuck my fingers in the air and said, in the name of Jesus, be healed. Poop. And the ears opened right up. I did about four or five in a row. I was down at the, at the crusade down in, in Tampa, Florida, that they had back there. And, and uh, uh, in Tampa, they had a crusade going on, healing thing. And I went down there and they asked the pastor to come and pray for the people. And I had more people in my line than the other pastors. Everybody was getting in my line. 
They were falling out. Because I had the Benny Hinn anointing. Benny Hinn played later on. Let me tell you. So they were just falling out. I wouldn't even touch them. They would just come, fall out. I just, you know, when it comes on me, I just touch, touch. I ain't got to do nothing. Touch, touch. God does it. The anointing. And I impart that same anointing to you. I impart that same anointing to your pastors around the world. It, it, there's no distance in God. And so as I release this word to you, a creative miracle will come your way. Jesus said to the man, he said, <clears throat> and then the man was here. He, he went out and, they, and he asked, he said, a man that called Jesus and made clay, anointed my eyes, said to me, go to the pool of Siloam and wash. And I went and washed and I received my sight. I once was blind, now I see. They were saying, well, who, who healed you? Uh, he, uh, uh, who did it? He said, I don't know. The man called Jesus did it. I don't know who he was. And then Jesus came up to him and said, go and sin no more. At least the worst thing come upon you. Your hardness of heart will block a miracle. When your heart becomes hard, it blocks a miracle. It blocks your healing, Mark 6, 50 to 52. For they saw him and they were troubled. And immediately they talked with, with them. And he said unto them, be of good cheer. It is, it is I, be not afraid. Here he comes walking on the water. And he went up to them and to the ship and the wind ceased. And they were so amazed themselves because of the measure and wonder, for they were considered, for they considered not the miracle of the loaves, for their heart was hardened. So in this end time, you're going to be able to do miracles and see miracles happen. People's heart will still harden their hearts and still won't believe in the miracle. They'll say he's working witchcraft. He's working, uh, the Bible says that the end times that the, the angel of light is going to come with signs and wonders. you got to be able to discern what a miracle and who's God and what is not God in this end time. Because they're going to accuse you. They accuse Benny Hinn of all kinds of stuff. They accuse the healers uh, of people that heal and people that deliver of all kinds. They accuse me that, uh, you know, he's over there. You're going to catch on fire. You go over there. The demon's going to get on you if you go to uh, Royal Faith Center Church. He's crazy. That man crazy over there. He be casting out people and calling out demons and stuff. He crazy. I don't even want to go over there. He a witch. And he got all women witches in there. You see, ain't no men over there. All women over there. See, the devil was slandered. And the more the devil slanders you, the more things grow. Just to wrap it up, the Bible says that he gave us spiritual gifts, 1 Corinthians 12, 10, to another the working of miracles. He's, the work, God's going to begin to give these gifts out, miracles, healings, Amen. prophecy, another discernment of spirit, to another all kinds of tongues, to another interpretation of tongues. And that's what's so sad. That's what saddened me when I look at these pastors. They were sitting there yesterday and had their mask on. They, they don't even believe in their own church that they can heal their own people. And, they, and the people are sitting there bound. They don't know how to prophesy. They don't know how to hear the voice of the Lord. They don't even know how to pray. They don't even know it's good. You know, they're not released in the giftings and callings of God. And God is not pleased with that. No. My job is to release you. I ain't trying to hold you back, hold you down, and, and stop your gifts. I want to make your gifts flow so the body of Christ can be healed. Hallelujah. Yes. You need a healing anointing. You need to take your healing anointing. Take your miracle anointing. Take your, some people have healings anointing. Some people have anointings to heal back. Some people have anointings to heal hips. Some people have anointings to heal skin or diabetes. There are different, all kinds of healing anointings that God releases, wants to release this year. Amen. So we're getting ready to receive it and push it into the church. Are all apostles, are all prophets, do all teachers and all workers of miracles? No, but all of us have some kind of gift that we need you to operate in. Release your faith in this hour. 
He said in Galatians 3 and 5, he said, He that therefore ministers to you the spirit and work of miracles among you, doeth by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith. I'm trying to get your faith level up to receive your miracle. Faith level. I got some cloth here. We're going to cut it up. And I want, we're going to release healing. I'm releasing healing as I'm ministering. The, the, just like we saw Benny, the, the anointing is going into the cloth. Amen. Amen. The fire of God is around me and it's just sitting in it and it's going into this cloth. Amen. And you, you by your faith. Hallelujah. I'm going to stop Kurt in a minute. Did, did you stop it already? No, don't stop it. Just give me two minutes. I know I'm a little bit over. 45 minutes. Miracles do not guarantee salvations. So you got to understand that, okay? So when people see miracles, I don't mean they're going to get saved. And, and, and John 12, 36 and 38, while you have light, believe in the light that you may be children of the light. Thus things spake Jesus and departed and he hid himself from them. But through the, though he had done so many miracles before them, yet they believe not on him. So miracles do not guarantee salvations. The preaching of the gospel brings salvation. God in his mercy will do, create a miracle and heal people without even being saved to draw them into the kingdom of God. It's the minister's job is to know that God has healed him and then say, you need to repent of sin, your sins and receive Jesus. At least the worst thing come upon you. Amen. That the same of the prophet Elias might be filled, which he spake to the Lord, who believes the report of the Lord? And to whom had the arm of the Lord been revealed? There's financial miracles that we need. The axe head needs to swim. You know the story of the axe head, you know. The axe head, he wasn't, he wasn't, he wasn't uh, uh, upset that he lost the axe head. He, accept, he was upset because he borrowed it. Like us. We in debt. And we need the axe head, they feel. We in debt. Lord, I can't pay my car note. Lord, I, can't, I borrowed my car. I borrowed it on credit. I borrowed this on credit, and I can't pay it. We need a financial miracle, which is about to break loose. Financial miracle 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 is about to break loose. You're about to step into a new, 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 new thing, a new dimension of finances. You're going to sit there and cry because you're going to have so much money. You don't even know what to do with all that, all that blessing that's going to come your way. Amen. Don't lose your miracle by unbelief. Amen. Don't lose your miracle. Well, I ain't never tasted that apostle where I didn't have enough. I am. I got so many clothes now that I can't even go shopping no more. I can't. It don't make no sense to go shopping. I got too many clothes. I got shirts lined up from here to there. Amen. Shirts. I, I can wear a, shirt, a new shirt every week. Every day. And, be a different shirt. Amen. That's a shame. That's a shame. So I started giving away clothes again. I'm just giving them away. But but God is not mocked. When you give away clothes, clothes come back at you. <laughs> clothes come back at you. Oh, Jesus, you give away one and you get two back. You give away three, you get five back. Give you double for your trouble. Amen. So I'm going to have to give some more clothes away. Amen. I got some more clothes to give away. Believe and receive. That's my final word. Believe, Jesus said, if, if you can believe all things, apostle to him that believe. If you can just believe it, straightway the father child cried out. He said, with tears, I believe, but help my unbelief. See, sometimes people get into a place where they're sick 
They're sick because they're, physically, they're, they're, they're emotionally sick. A lot of sicknesses come because of your emotion. Your body reacts to pressure. Your body reacts to stress. Your body reacts to unforgiveness. Your body reacts. You start getting all kind of pain. You try to say, well, all this pain come. Your heart is full of bitterness and gall. And you need to release that to yes. God. Yes. Release it to Jesus this morning. Jesus wants to heal you. Jesus wants to come and hug you. He wants to put his arms around you and wipe away all your problems, all your tears, all your issues. If you were just coming to the son of the living God. He is the light of the world. He is the light that lights the souls of men. He is the light that lights every spirit that comes in. Do you know that you are light? Do you know that you came out of God? God is light and that a little, little spark of his glory, his light was you. And he took that little light and put it into a womb, into a seed that was within the baby. That was light in that baby. They said that when the, when, the, when the sperm hits the egg, a spark takes place. Amen. A piece of God is infused into that baby, into that egg and sperm. God infuses himself in there. So when they run around killing all these babies, they're killing God. They're killing a piece of God. But thank God he's light and that he creates light and he's continually growing and creating Hallelujah. light and life. Yes. Amen. Yes. Give the Lord a hand praise. Let me stop right here if I get in trouble. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. Praise God. Praise God. I'm going to pray for those that want to believe God for a miracle. Yes. As I said, we got the, we got the uh, cough here. Somebody get some... Uh, you can turn it off. All right. Thank you, those that have been watching here on, on, on Facebook. There's a cough here. I'm going to be passing these miracles out. You have to come get it if you want a piece of cough. Amen. But there's miracles going to take place, and we're going to put testimonies up. God bless you. Amen. God bless you, Pastor. Uh, um, those that are on uh, Zoom also. Amen. Praise God. Amen. All right. There's some scissors back. Kurt's got some scissors back there. Somebody can cut this up later. Hallelujah. It's right, right above the food. Uh, uh, everybody's, got the, everybody's got their oil, right? Yeah. You using your oil? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know Connie using oil. Connie's like, you pass. I, 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 I need some more oil. <laughs> We need more. We need more. I'm telling you, miracles are taking place with this oil. Yes, yes, it is. Miracles. Miracles. Hallelujah. Put that all on your pain. Put that all on your body. Put that, oh, well, hang on. It's all of fire. Everybody got it? It's some, I think it's some okay. Oh, there it is. Some of it. 
Oh, she's a little rash on Yeah, it started from here. Okay, you tell her. I'm Father, in the name of Jesus, we take authority over the side effects of these pills that's running through our body. We take authority over this diabetes and high blood pressure that is trying to give her, trying to say she's got. We bind that spirit that, that is trying to draw her into the hospital and always having doctor visits and always on medicine and always having to come back for another checkup. Father, that financial, uh, the raping of her finances, by that, that, that doctor meal, physician meal, the hospital meal, that they get them into the hospital, they don't want to let them go. We command you to break now off of her body in the name of Jesus. We command our, our systems to be stabilized, our equilibrium to be stabilized. We feed the blood of Jesus over her right now, the blood of Jesus, and we cover every crack. Every break in the spirit, in the spirit realm, where the enemy has come in, we close every door in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Come on, sis. Sit down, you. Come on, why don't you lay hands on her back, spine? Hallelujah. Father, we speak to this nerve. We speak to this sickness in our body. We speak to this attack of the enemy that has come to discourage, to, to wear down, to wear out, to cause weakness of the legs. I command strength and energy to come into our legs. You look for those who are weak to show yourself strong on their behalf. So Father, I command strength to come in from the bottom of angles, touch the bottom of her feet, all the way up her ankles, upper calf. That's right. Coming. All the way up the hip bone, all the way up the thigh. Okay. There, now go to the center of the back. I think there it is. I thank you, Lord. Remove the pinched nerves. Yes, Lord. Readjust the hips. Yes, Lord. In the name of Jesus. 
financial breakthrough now. So the enemy is coming in and using people to pilfer their money and steal their money and steal their finances to eat it and lick up their finances. Father, we break the power of that spirit in the name of Jesus. You command the devil to give it all back in the name of Jesus. It's got to come back to us right now in the name of Jesus. That which was lost, that which was stolen, uh, we break it and we bind it. We bind